you have to let go of control. We want to have this certain outcome and this certain thing and this thing we envision, but with artistry, creativity, you have to learn to let go. Far From Perfect is a podcast for those seeking raw, honest, and humorous conversations around diverse topics related to marriage, family, spirituality, and the creative process. Determined to keep it real, here are your hosts, Pietro and Amy Obolio. Hello, hello, hello. We're on episode number four. What? Yes, we made it. And it's our first recording of 2020, which... Thank God. Yeah. Get it out of the way. This is going to be a good one because this is something that we're both passionate about, and that is creativity. creativity. We are both very creative in different various forms, like really different areas. Who would have thought? Two creatives marrying each other. We didn't even know that we were creative when we got together. I was making pizzas. (laughs) (laughs) I guess you could be creative making pizzas. Yes. Put your pepperonis, like make little happy faces on it. I don't know. Yeah. I was being, I was a creative paper pusher, a realtor's assistant. And, but before that, before that, I think our, you know, as, as a kid, as a young adult, I remember being creative. And so it always stems back to that. And then I feel like we kind of lose it somewhere where we like get into our careers and then we get into an adult life and we're like, Actually, I really want to do this thing. So before we get into that. Let's just thank the people who have actually listened to our oh podcast gosh. so far. Yes. It's amazing. The the words we're getting from people, you know, saying that they, they love us. Oh my gosh, you guys really love us. No, but in all seriousness, we really appreciate you guys actually taking the time to listen to our podcast. You guys actually care what we're saying and the feedback has been awesome. So yes, thank you. Moving along. Yes. It's been really fun actually to do this and, and listening to it. Like once it's all done and edited and it's put out there, I can't even tell you guys, I'm just going to be honest. I listened to our first episode <laughs> at least five times. Well, I probably did many more times just cause I had to edit it. So yeah. It's actually fun. It's fun listening to our interaction going back and forth and um, it's been really fun. So what you're hearing is the real thing, but yes, it is. It's been fun. So hopefully it's fun for you as you listen along, but I wanted to read this quote. Is this okay? It's the creativity quote by Erwin McManus who wrote the artist and soul. Have you heard of him? If you haven't, Please read this book. If you are thinking about creativity and trying creativity and you think you're not creative, guess what? That's raw. That's not even true. You are creative. Very true. This is what he has to say about that. I have come to realize after over 30 years of studying human creativity that the great divide is not between those who are artists and those who are not, but between those who understand that they are creative and those who have become convinced that they are not. Boom. Very good. Boom. What do you think about that? We didn't think we're necessarily creative. Maybe Amy did. I never thought I was. I just enjoyed doing things, but thinking that was creative, that would never cross like my you, mind. So Right. You didn't call yourself a creative. Exactly. You didn't call yourself an artist. Exactly. You just I was an things. athlete. I was an athlete. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't created at all. You know, I, you, I kicked the ball and. Right. And that was your thing with sports. Exactly. I really wanted to talk about that quote really quick because I think I've heard a lot of people say that. Like when I say, hey, what do you enjoy doing or um, what makes you come alive? 
and people will say different things, but they'll say, oh, but I'm not creative. Or, you know, when they ask me what I do, I'm like, oh, I do watercolor or I'll do ceramics or I do drawing or different things. And they're like, oh, that's awesome. But I'm not, I'm not creative. And people are really quick to put themselves down. Yeah. And what, what would you say about that? Like in your experience, because you're saying you were an athlete. Yeah. I don't think it's something that all of a sudden, like you go into it and you're like, oh, I'm creative. Oh my gosh. I think it takes time. I think it, you have to grow into it. Gosh, I think about like when I started playing guitar, I, I really didn't think I was creative, but as you st- started practicing and you just started doing something more than once, I don't know, in the art world, uh, it's hard to separate like what is creative and what isn't. Can you be creative in sports? Yeah, absolutely. I never thought of it that way. To me, in the creative word itself, I think about, you know, art. I work in I work in video production. Yeah. Art, art based stuff. Yeah, right. exactly. Being lo- creative can be in anything. I love that you're saying that because I think that's when people they box themselves in and they say, Oh, well, I'm not creative. Yeah. They're thinking artistic ability, a paint, you know, painting or drawing. And that's such a lie because creativity as a parent you have to be creative in how you discipline your kids. Exactly. You have to be creative in how you uh, dress yourself, you know, or um, decorate your house or. Which you're really good at, by the way. Thank you. Which one? Designing the house. Oh, like creating, creating home. I love, I love that. Yeah. Um, And there's so many forms, like people can be creative in the way they cook or creative in the way that they organize. I mean, there's just so many things. And so it's unfortunate that people count discount themselves and say, I'm not creative because they're thinking that means paint or sculpturing, you yeah. know, or something like that. So can you guys just say right now, I am creative. I am creative. I am creative. Just say it out loud. It feels good. I am creative. And, and anyone who told you that you're not. Oh, all right. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. That's baloney. Mm-hmm. Okay. Straight baloney. Just let it go. Just let it go. That's actually a killer. I think I've read that many times. That so many people who went back into creativity as an adult, as a child, they were crushed either by an adult or a teacher. Someone put down their creativity and they put the pen down or they stopped doing whatever it was that they loved. And that was the soul crusher. And so if that happened to you as a child and, and it really discouraged you, I just want to champion you to go back and try that thing that really brought you life. Because you know what? That person wasn't telling the truth. That creativity, it just needs to be stirred up and bubbled up. So go and do that thing. Go be creative. So what would you say is your earliest memory of being creative? When I was in middle school, so sixth or seventh grade, I remember taking home economics and they probably don't even have that anymore. That makes me sound so old, but I took foods class and sewing class. And I remember Mrs. Smith, she was this perfect lady, perfect hair, perfect outfits all the time. She taught those both classes. And I remember being in her sewing class and she was like, this is what we're going to make by the end of this quarter. And I was like, oh. Yes, I can do that. And I did. And it came really easily to me. And that was in middle school. And I remember in high school, I used to make my own clothes. That's crazy. Yeah, I used like to make my own. With a sewing machine or? With, uh, by hand. Wow, that's Because impressive. I took, my mom taught, taught me how to sew and then that teacher taught me how to sew. But 
I would get pieces of fabric, scrap fabrics, and make myself tank tops. And like, they were my favorite Did things. You that I would, what, what do you call no, it? No, <laughs> no. They were, it was like rayon back then. But Because I could see you doing the needles. I never, I've <laughs> never done that, although it looks very therapeutic. But, um, and that's some of my, old, my earliest memories. How about you? I go back to, I want to say it's junior high. And me and my friend DJ, we thought it'd be a great idea to make a movie. <laughs> I don't know how politically correct this movie would be now. It, it'd probably get banned. Yo, but totally. we're, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the name. Uh, Killer Clowns from Planet Japan mm. was the name of the movie. And it was awesome. We had such a great time. It was just me and him. And I can't remember if I was the clown or he was the clown, but we filmed it in his backyard. What kind of camera? I mean, oh gosh, I don't tell even me. know. I must have borrowed one of my parents' video cameras. Like the, I, I don't remember. Big obviously, one? like the big ones yeah, on the shoulder. Yeah, obviously it was one of those big ones. Um, but yeah, that was that was it. And like to this day, I think DJ still has a copy oh, of that VHS so or awesome. whatever size tape that is. But he's going to release it probably in like 30 years when we're old and you know, I'll be 70. So, yeah, well, I'll be old. And he's going to be like, hey, guess what I found? And so, yeah, junior high. I mean, when I actually thought of it and wanted to create something mm-hmm. from scratch mm-hmm. that, that is in an art form. Um, but, yeah. That, isn't, isn't that interesting? We're both saying junior high. Yeah. And But there was such a big gap after that. Yes. Which is crazy. Yes, because you you focus on studies or getting good grades and then you get a job. And and sometimes, I mean, not that our parents did this, but mm-hmm. sometimes there's parents that kind of say like, Hey, there's no career in. There's no know, money in that. Exactly. That's like singing or, you, right. or painting or being an artist, different things like that. So, I mean, I remember hearing stories not too long ago of uh, dads like shaming their daughters because they wanted to be a painter mm-hmm. and it ruined them for a long time yeah. until they were finally able to break through and realize like, no, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm a painter and I'm going to create art. And this painter is amazing. Wow. Like some of the things they, she paints is mind blowing. Yeah. So. I know we try to instill creativity in our kids. We try to let them explore that. And we have actually a little table in our house that um, I set up and it's got crayons in one bin and markers and pencils and they have all these coloring books and a paper. I mean, there's, paper all over our house of stuff oh that gosh. they've created. We and could cover all the walls with paper that we it, have here. If they let, if, yeah, if we let them, they would, but it's like, I just want to instill like do it, you know? And it's so fun to see them how as little kids, they started with these little circle figures that don't even look like humans, but it was like, <laughs> it's you mommy. Yeah. And like, gee, thanks. Yeah. And then they, it's like, now they have arms and legs and now they have shoes and their progression, how awesome it is. Oh, Nikki's, Nikki's drawings yeah. are just, man, she's so detailed with even the eyes and yeah. all of that. It's, it's so awesome to strands watch. Strands of hair that you actually yeah. see. It's not just like, just a bunch of hair. It's like, you actually see the strands yes. of hair. It's so fun to, to watch them explore that. Yeah. In no, different I, I, areas. I completely agree. So what inspires you creatively now? Cause I know you I would say maybe the last five years is when it finally kicked in. Like you went gung ho, like something, just the light switch turned on and you started doing it and you like became amazing at it. And then you turned to something else 
and you're amazing at that too. And like all of a sudden, all these things started clicking for you. Uh, so why don't you share a little bit about that? Well, thank you. First of all, that's a huge compliment. Hey. Now, this is really fun because I feel like as you're telling stories, I'm getting to even discover things about you, you know, hearing you live on podcasts. But um, for me, something happened in 2016. I distinctly remember I had just come out of survival mode. The kids were, you know, still in diapers, but they were sleeping through the night. And I I really was like, what do I want to do? I've poured my life into raising babies, but now actually, what do I want to do for myself? Because I don't even know what my my, what my loves are, what I want to do. Um, and you didn't have much time between those two babies, right? 11 months apart. Yes. So, yes. <laughs> so I came out of mama land and something just clicked and I was like, I'm going to invest in myself. I have this desire. I've always had this desire to do watercolor. And so I f- gave myself permission. I was like, I'm going to go after that. I'm going to take, I took an online class um, through Brit and co. If you've never heard of them and um, they're great. And I bought a kit and I was like, babe, I really want to do this. It was like an expensive watercolor kit with brushes and paper. And I did it. And I took this class and I just, I fell in love with it. The way the paint meshed together and blended and did this bleeding thing. And it was like, oh my gosh, a whole new world and the colors. And, um, and it just, something really hugely came alive and it just led to then making wreaths and then, well, before you get into that, I, I think it was, it was very cool to see like the steps as like it evolved as like, once you took one course and the next course, like, you know, some people will, will start something and then they'll quit because they just can't get further along with it. Like they're just not good at it. And, but you, when you started painting, it's like, it, it seems so easy for you that like the next step you, you conquered that the next step after that, you conquer that. And it just got got better and better. Now I look around our house and we have like artwork, your paintings Mm -hmm. and your drawings in our house that looks amazing. And I'm not just saying that. Thank you. But it's like, it's so cool to see like, oh my gosh. And people have bought your paintings now at this point. And you're some famous artist now. (laughs) My gosh. Oh my gosh. You know, it'd be my dream. It's my dream world. I think I'm going to do this in heaven. I think I'm going to watercolor all day long. I'm going to go on. uh, I'm going to have a special uh, room for making pottery. (laughs) And I'm going to be like singing and dancing. And that's going to be me the whole time, like worshiping Jesus while I'm creating art. Because I I can do that all day long and get lost in that. But um, what was the question? (laughs) No, you're while you're going into the wreath making. So it just launched into making wreaths. And people were like, oh my gosh, those are beautiful. And then... But it, those, everything that I'm doing is like, I'm finding this connection first to myself. Like, wow, I love this. I'm coming alive. And then I'm finding this connection to God, to the heart of God as I'm creating. You know, in this book, Artist and Soul, who talks about how God is the ultimate creator. He created the heavens and the earth and he created us. And because he created us, we are creative. Right. We come from a creative being. And so just like, I feel like once you open a door into something, it just opens more doors. It keeps opening more and more doors into, I'm actually going to go explore that. And oh my gosh, that looks fun. I want to go try that. So it was like watercolor wreaths. And these wreaths were so amazing because God was giving me meaning and and You had like a a certain name for each wreath that you're creating and and how that would like respond to the the people who are buying it. It's like the, you would have like a, a little saying 
the name Anna saying to each wreath. And like, I think that just people loved it. Yeah. Cause were- it was so like, um, it was almost like you're making that wreath specifically for that person who yes. needed that specific message that yes. that wreath was saying. So that was really cool. Yes. Yes. And it, I think that's another thing is like, you're, you're making it, you're making art for yourself. For me, I also encounter God as I'm creating. And then the benefit is that of that is then people are being touched by your artwork. Exactly. So it's so multifaceted. Creativity is like you do it for yourself and then other people benefit from what you're creating. It's this amazing, amazing thing. Um, and so, but I want to ask you because I could keep going on because then that led into more watercolor and then drawing and then ceramics, you know, going to pottery class and coming alive. And it just is limitless. I feel like there's still so much more that I want to do and I want to try. And I'm learning. I, I always thought I have to be the master. I have to be the master of watercolor and I have to go to the extension where, and then I realized actually I love to try new things Yeah. and I can't limit myself. I can't limit myself to just that, you know, and it's okay to go and explore new things. So I want to know from you, what has your creative journey looked like and what are you doing right now that you consider creative? So it's kind of hard to go back so many years. I don't remember like high school years. I don't remember doing anything creative wise. Like I was never really into art or anything like that. Like I said, I was, I was a jock. I'd play every sport and you know, that, that was me. Once I got into college, um, it was that time where you had to figure out, Hey, what am I going to do with my life? <laughs> so I actually got into photography and, uh, well, actually funny story before that I was going to do computer programming and I went to DeVry did for one semester there. It was just like basic education. Second semester, it was like, okay, you're going to get into that computer programming. And to my surprise, it was all like numbers and math. And I was like, what on earth? What is this? This is not computer programming. And lo and behold, it's uh, zero one zero zero zero. It's all math. And I quit that. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I decided. You realized that wasn't, that wasn't, it wasn't what you thought. It wasn't what I thought. Cause I was terrible at math. First of all, I cheated my way through my senior year because oh, my sister had the math book and I'm admitting it now and you can't take my grade back and I could care less. <laughs> I was going to say my teacher's name, but I don't oh, want to blast man. him. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it was math and I hated math. And yeah. it would have stumped your creativity because then what happened? So I ended up going into photography and I got my photography certificate and it was something where I was like, well, I'm actually pretty darn good at this. Like it was still the old school. What made you go into photography? You know, I have no idea. I think I was just desperate to find something. I have no idea. Did you have a camera before that? I don't remember. I must have. I must have had just like a little standard camera, but I remember it was, it was a film camera. And then eventually I was like one of the first ones to get the digital camera and I got a digital printer. And I remember uh, I asked my professor, my photography professor, like, Hey, can I like do digital prints instead of like going to the dark room? And he's like, yeah, that would be a great, like, so we could use it as comparison. That must've been like 2000, 2001. Yeah. It was a long, long time ago. Yeah. And so it was actually really cool to see, like we would actually compare a photo that was developed in the dark room and one that I developed off my printer. And it, it got to the point where it went from photography to like graphic design. Cause like Photoshop started yeah. and, and I don't know, it just started happening, which is totally weird. So that, that launched it. And then 
eventually I got, I was just interested in videos and yeah, I'm just making funny videos with friends and different things like that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's. And then you even bought a guitar, a black guitar before we got married that I was so mad about. Yeah. So I had the choice whether to buy a engagement ring, (laughs) (laughs) pressured to buy an engagement ring or a guitar. And I ended up buying a black, beautiful Ibanez acoustic guitar only because Bono from U2 had one. And it inspired me so much. And I never really learned how to play it, but I just looked really cool holding that thing. And girlfriend was pissed. Yeah. That was me. I was like, why are you buying a guitar? Where's my ring? That was a test. Because man, we were already dating for like two and a half years. And I was like, I ain't waiting. Yeah. Much longer. So that didn't last. I think I sold that not too much longer. And, uh, but yeah. That's how, that's how it kind of started with me. So then you did videography, graphic design. I'm trying to think of. I mean, right after that, it was the restaurant and I was, you know, catering business restaurant. I mean, I did that for like nine years, but in between that, you know, once I got into my thirties. I remember you started making videos at church. Right. Little announcements and yes. things like that. Yes. And that was all comedy. I mean, it was never serious. It was always just to get a a laugh out of people. Yes. And that's one of the things I do want to mention that in this episode, my thing that I kind of live by. And when I had my video production company, that was like my motto. I was like, if I can't get an emotion out of you with what I create, I failed. Yeah. And I think in creativity and anything that we create, it needs something. It needs to, someone has to respond to it. Yes. Anyway, whether it's being upset, happy, crying, laughing, anything we create is going to cause a reaction. If it doesn't, to me, I failed. Right. But not in the failure like, oh, woe is me. It's just like, oh, okay, that didn't work the way I thought it was. Right. It's like a comedian telling yeah, a joke. You exactly. Wanna hear, you want to hear the laughter after the punchline. Exactly. It's like you're, you're creating something. You know, I feel like we create for ourselves. I really want to hear this. I want to hear your point of view about this. Um, do you create and when you're creating it, is it enjoy, is it enjoyable for you? It is. And then sometimes it isn't because I don't get to execute it exactly how I imagined it, especially in video. We can storyboard, we can do so many things. And then when you go to film it, you have this picture on like, Oh, this is how it's going to be. And then you see, you get to the post and you're like, yeah, that's not the way I imagined it, you know? And unfortunately you have to, you have to deal with it unless you try again. But um, can I just add on on that, onto that? Because I feel like that is, that is something that people, they give up on creativity because it's not the outcome that they desired. You know, people pick up a pencil and think, well, after this first time that they're going to be Picasso, that they're going to make something amazing and they get frustrated and they stop and they quit because they're like, I suck at this. But guess what? How many times have you done it? Once, twice, maybe three times. You have to keep trying. And the thing with art also, as you're seeing with video editing or video production, with watercolor, with ceramics, whatever craft, whatever, even food, you have to let go of control. Yeah. There, you know, we want to have this certain outcome and this certain thing and this thing we envision, but with art, with artistry, creativity, 
you have to learn to let go and enjoy the process and give into whatever the outcome is. Yeah, it's it never going to be perfect. It is really a letting go yeah. of this idealistic thing. Yeah, no, I completely agree. All right, so this topic is just too good, the whole creativity and stuff. So we decided to make this a two-part episode. So uh, you've listened to the first one. The second one is going to be coming out soon, so stay tuned, and thanks for listening.